Welcome everyone to the Game Vault Podcast. I'm your host Tom Schuster and joining me tonight are Jenny Aquino and Mark Myers. Tonight we'll be discussing our favorite controllers of all time and review our retro roulette game Disney's The Jungle Book for the Super Nintendo. But before we get to that, what have you guys been playing while not trying to, you know, not kill people from being insane from staying in your house all week, month? Yeah. Well, I'll go first because funny you should mention that. I've been killing people while staying in my house. <laughs> I've been continuing <laughs> to play. <laughs> I've been continuing to play Dead by Daylight um, on my own and on our Twitch channel. So if you guys haven't checked it out, go go and do that. Um, aside from that, I've been continuing Stardew Valley, same format. Um, I have my own private game. And then Mark and I have also been streaming a co-op farm, which has been going very well. Um, and then I haven't played anything else, really, just the Jungle Book, which <sighs> we'll discuss later. <laughs> That's all. That's yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, we got some words about that game. We'll we do. get to it. Yeah, so, um, yeah, not to timestamp this game too much, but I, I am currently coming off a high from A Link to the Past Randomizer in, <laughs> in which I beat Ganon at the end with a fairy I forgot I had. On the last arrow to kill him. Uh, so yeah, that was that was kind of uh, yeah. That'll make a good highlight, like you said. <laughs> uh, so the, I'm the re- that. His, yeah. his reaction though when it popped up was great. Mm-hmm. Oh shit! It I have great. another one. <laughs> it was perfect. It's like I said, I knew it was the last arrow. Yeah. And I was like, motherfucker. Because <laughs> I'd have to start all over and go. I would have to have stopped there and just done a 10 minute stream and just fight again. And because I would yeah. be like, I can't, I got to go get, you know, potions now and a whole thing. Um, so I played that. Um, I figured out some way to allow me to play American Truck Simulator, and not, but I still can't stream it. And I've been playing way too much of it. Um, <laughs> I am currently level 11. Um, I have, I bought my first truck, a nice, uh, a nice cherry red, uh, Peterbilt. Nice. Uh, um, and, uh, I have traveled most of the maps that I have. Um, I went all the way almost to, uh, Canada, uh, up, uh, in Northern Washington. Um, and then I just, I just, uh, finished a delivery to Albuquerque in New Mexico. Um, I, if I remember, did I... I think I actually came from somewhere in Oregon. Or no, no, I, I, I went from my home base to Albuquerque, which is still like 800 miles. But um, yeah, dozed off in the uh, game because the uh, I thought I could push it. And um, it was like an hour away, and but didn't damage my vehicle too much. Only like a percent or two. <laughs> you know, that's dangerous, Mark. You need to get yeah. some shut-eye before you drive. Yeah, yeah. I only had, I only had two hours left. <laughs> the drive i could make it i could do it um they should have a consumable for caffeine <laughs> you know mm-hmm. <laughs> but um yes yeah, so i'm playing out a lot um have i played anything else i mean i play my normal sports games just to because there's no sports i need to you know at least get get my fix there somehow and i played jungle book yeah i'm i mainly played probably somewhere between six to ten hours of a uh, american truck simulator um, since I figured out how to do it without my computer frying. Um, I'm, yeah, is, I'm really glad that it's not destroying your computer. Which is, yeah. bas- which is basically, American Truck Simulator is the only thing running on my computer. Oh. <laughs> it's how I keep the CPU down. 
Uh, and that still runs in the 70s. But um, good news is, um, on a slightly, you know, personal non-gaming front, um, it looks like uh, one of my student loans uh, uh, qualified for the forbearance. So that's awesome. That means I can save up quicker to get the new parts for my computer. Yay. There we go. Perfect. <laughs> Just that, that's how I tied it back in. Hopefully we can get to that freaking store soon. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. So yeah, I found that I got an email from that time. Like, oh, awesome. I can put what I would normally pay for this away, you know, so I don't spend it on something stupid. Like, you know, um, you know, some DLC on Steam, Steam. or something. <laughs> um, some American Truck Simulator DLC. I got all the maps. When Idaho comes out, I, I might have to grab it. But I got everything. I got Utah and... Uh, all that because Idaho and Colorado are the next two. Um, so yeah, yeah. So um, yeah, Colorado is going to be nice. I'm going to be interested yeah. to see how they do the mountains uh, mm -hmm. there. Um, I also downloaded a mod that um, puts all the realistic gas stations and stuff on there and things. So and it changes all the delivery trucks that are obviously UPS and FedEx to UPS and FedEx trucks. <sighs> cool. Same with the U-Haul moving trucks. That's pretty funny. I mm -hmm. think they called the FedEx ones. I think they the fake is like Express Federal, <laughs> is how That's it's written. Um, like but they when they put the real thing back on, it changes it. There's some things the guy missed in his mod, but I don't. Um, I'm not that kind of person to go tell him. I'm like that sign is obviously a subway sign. <laughs> you know, it just says fast food in the subway's font. <laughs> change that. <laughs> um, because he says he just takes the ones that he can recognize and changes them. He doesn't create them um, in the mod thing. But, yeah, so I've been playing a lot of that game, and I've noticed stuff like that. Uh, but, yeah, that, that's all I've been doing. Um, just anticipating uh, you-know-what coming, um, mm -hmm. which I think, unfortunately, I may get earlier than you, Tom. But um, okay. I will not I will not spoil it for you. I appreciate that. I'm doing – I, you know, this is, like, the hardest thing ever in the world right now because <laughs> everyone and their mother is talking about this game. I'm stuck mm -hmm. at home. I'm trying to not be on the internet because God forbid I go on the internet. Like I, I already had like the Square Enix uh, Instagram account already spoiled that there's a brand new character that you can talk to. I'm like, why did you do that? I just yeah, want seriously. I want to experience it myself, but you guys just put it out there. Mm -hmm. So I've been waiting for this for months, and they and they just tweeted it out. Yeah, I've been waiting for this for more than months. It's yeah. been about. Your whole life. I, I was doing the uh, the meme of the of the person that was doing like some in depth report on Trump. Oh and yeah. He tweeted out their conclusion in the article. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's been <laughs> it's been rough. It's been rough. And on top of that, I learned that my Xbox 360 is dying. So mm. I've been doing my best to get that up and running as much as possible without having it explode. But it uh, should have been more careful with washing its hands. <laughs> yeah oh, quarantine but, jokes yes <laughs> but i got it yeah. up and running long enough to play some wwe 13 because i got so pissed off playing one of the newer games i was like i'm just gonna go back to a game i know i like and i know i'm good at because for whatever reason after like 2k 14 they just all suck i don't know what it awesome. is 14 is really good but after that like all the xbox one games have been not good the, not the, good at all the thing i love about 13 um because i have it for uh, ps3 um is that that was the last one where you could import music i maybe 14 you could too 
But once no, went, 13 was the last one because I, I remember importing a song for 13. Yeah, 13 I know you can. I don't know if you can in 14, but I know 13 for sure because I created uh, characters, uh, you know, some of my family as characters and, you know, put the songs in there for them and then put the right songs in for some other wrestlers and stuff. But, uh, yeah, yeah, 13 was the last great customizable one. Yeah, I agree. You know. 100%. Okay. And it... Did 14 have the story mode, or is it just 13? Um, I think 14 had a story mode. 13 had, like, WWE Universe mode. No, meaning to create your own story. Oh, um, yeah, I think so. Okay. Because yeah. I remember in 13, I think that was Giant Bomb, or maybe it was one of the other, maybe GameSpot or somebody, did a uh, thing where they did a create a story for, like, Extra Life uh, Marathon, and it was basically Time Rock, they called it. And it was just the two <laughs> versions of the rock running into each other. That's great. <laughs> and and all one of the scenes was was just the limousine hitting the guy over and over again. <laughs> in in different in different forms. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but on top of that, I played some Tony Hawk Underground on stream Good old before cut. that died. For Christ's sake. I could can I could, for whatever <laughs> reason on stream is when I discover that none of my stuff works. <laughs> yeah, um that tends to happen a lot to me as well but i also played some more outer worlds today not a whole lot but i'm looking forward to playing a little more this weekend before final fantasy shows up because it's not going to be here till tuesday bastards <laughs> damn amazon promising me that it's coming and then it's not coming <laughs> what comes in the special edition uh a steelbook um a mini, they said a mini soundtrack, which I I don't know what the, I guess it's not they, all the songs. They, they couldn't even call it an EP. They just had to call it a mini a soundtrack. Mini, <laughs> a mini soundtrack. Yeah, I don't know why, why it they sounds so let me, cute. Let me, let me just look up what else comes in here. An art book, mini soundtrack, steel book, cactuar, summon uh, material D- DLC, and that's it. It comes in a giant box. Hmm. And it comes with a, a reversible cover interesting okay yeah i was just wondering I, what might have been the delay and some of that stuff sounds like could i think it's reason. just i don't think the, i think the delay is just amazon i think it's just their their shipping their logistics is uh delayed so what are you gonna do you can only do so much in this this these times i can't be too mad honestly yeah, exactly. i just have to watch myself and watch the internet and make sure i just don't look at anything that square posts because was, they just they're just posting whatever they want. <laughs> <laughs> I was just I was just on Twitter, off Twitter all day. Yeah, um, I haven't been on I haven't like really been on Twitter in like a week because people in Australia have gotten the game already. So there's that too. Australian and I believe England and Europe got the game last week because they sent it out early because of yeah. all the yeah. all the coronavirus stuff. But anyway, um i'm trying to think if i played anything else uh i played outrun on stream almost beat it nice. so close yeah. so close that would that would have been the second racing game you beat on stream yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well technically you wouldn't have quote unquote beat it out beat outrun like you did cruising um well yeah i would have i would have beat it but i wouldn't have completed it because yeah. there's like eight or there's like eight different five. paths you can take but you can take the problem is you can take a 
a different path at like five different sections. So there's like an infinite amount of playability, replayability with it. Yeah, I guess a completionist would be you take every path, do every yeah. path. Um, I would think completing the game would be getting all five, getting to the end of all five. A, B, was it A, B, C, D, E? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but I would have taken just getting into the end. I was so close. I just barely missed it on that last run, but I wasn't about to start up a whole other one because we had been going for a good while at that point. <laughs> um, oh. Go ahead, Mark. I was going to say Outrun's always a fun game to just pop in. Yeah, it's it's nice because it's, you know, it doesn't, you know, it's two buttons. It's not a huge time sink to get into it. Like, going through that probably would have taken me 15, 20 minutes at the most to get all the way through it. I don't even know if it would have taken that long. Yeah. But, yeah, like Outrun, those those kinds of game, Rad Racer, they're, they're good to pick up and play like that. And I'm glad that they exist. Yeah, yeah, same here. My, mine's uh-huh. RC Pro-Am, but... It's not Jenny's, though. Nope. <laughs> 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 no, sorry. All right. That's, that's pretty much it. Um, not a whole lot's been going on in the world, obviously, but mm-hmm. uh, Jen managed to find some things, so what do you got for I did. Um, so the first thing is something that just recently came out, which is Animal Crossing. Um, oh. So, yeah, apparently... Oh, and sidetrack really quick. I have not bought the game yet. <laughs> I, I don't know how many believe. days it's been out. I know, but I've survived this long. But anyway. How, how um, is Dan still in the house? <laughs> I know. The other day, though, he did ask me, he's like, would you rather get Final Fantasy or Animal Crossing? I'm like, what about both? And he's like, what about <laughs> only one? <laughs> so I haven't made that decision yet. <laughs> so we'll see. Um so anyway, I, I'm interested to see what that decision actually ends up being. I know. I don't know. I don't know. I've been trying to watch Twitch, um, watch people playing Animal Crossing to see if it's really something that I want to play right now or if I want to get Final Fantasy. Um, and then there's also Resident Evil 3. So I have a lot of options. Apparently, I'm only limited to one. So I okay. don't know. Yeah. Maybe I'll just leave it to chance. I'll just spin a wheel or something. Yeah. Um, Flip yeah. a coin, spin a wheel. Yep. <laughs> I can, we can um, put it in retro roulette for you exactly <laughs> maybe we will maybe we'll do that in a, in a future stream or uh either at a stream or in a podcast all right we'll make it interesting um so yeah animal crossing new horizons players are finding an interesting and illegal loophole by selling in-game content for real money um oh. yeah so if you take a look right now through ebay chances are you are going to find quite a few sellers who are trying to sell various in-game items um now some of the most rare ones and again forgive me if this doesn't make sense or if i get this wrong i haven't played yet um so some of the most rare items you can collect are recipes stacks of bells eggs i don't know any of those things mean really um but anyway they're selling them for actual cash so basically the way this would work is that you would purchase, go to their listing, make a purchase on eBay, pay, and then the seller would either arrange with you that they are going to meet you on your island in the game, or you would go to their island and you would do the, you know, handoff. Um, Now, obviously, this presents the very real possibility that they are going to stand you up, which I'm sure has already happened quite a few times to people. Oh, Um, sure. Yeah. I can almost guarantee it. Exactly. And not only this um, being not the smartest thing in the world, trusting someone you don't know, but this also violates the Nintendo Switch end user license agreement. 
um, which in not so many words states that you cannot sell any portion of the software, which this definitely files under. Yeah. So, who reads a EULA anyway? I know, right? <laughs> Nobody. That's who. <laughs> yeah. So basically, you can sell items in-game to your friends, not for actual money, but if you're actually making money off of it outside of the game, Nintendo is threatening to shut you down and or have your Switch online account banned permanently. So if anyone's out there doing this, stop it. It's not cool. <laughs> and very obsessive. <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. This sounds yeah. like back in the day, people used to sell their, like, uh, World of Warcraft accounts. Yes. Or, oh, my God. Yes. <laughs> or their EverQuest accounts. I knew people who did that a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know a certain uh, half orc who may have done that in the past. Uh, yeah. Not not your and not your husband. That is. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I know of whom you speak. And you you could make a lot of money yeah, selling these accounts. So I and I'm sure like people are getting their accounts hacked and this is like and all their stuff's getting sold off too. So right. Yeah. Uh, I can only imagine. It's, it's not a not a good. Doesn't seem like a good time for no. anybody no um so yeah if i if i get the game i will be avoiding that 100 percent. good call yeah good call. Uh, so the next thing up on our list is unfortunately this is something that i'm sure everyone has heard about the last of us part two has been delayed again but this time there's absolutely no hint of when it's going to be released um so originally it was going to be scheduled for may 29th um and then naughty dog and playstation have been forced to push the release indefinitely um and i quote until such a time where they can solve these logistic issues um so yeah people are really disappointed i wasn't going to rush out and get the game but i was looking forward to it and i'm disappointed so i can't imagine how upset other people are who are like super fans um playstation has also started to refund people who have pre-ordered the game so that is really a bad That's sign a, not a good sign no that Not is a good sign at so all. bad. Yeah. You'd think like there's so many people who would just want to wait and they're not giving anyone that option now. So the game has been pulled from the PlayStation Network store. Like there's no trace of it now. Um, so really the only bright spot for fans is the hope that they're going to get a digital only release. Um, the creative director did address the delay recently and kind of. He didn't say that there was going to be a digital only, but he basically said that they're going to do whatever they can to get the game out as soon as possible in any way that they possibly can. And at this point, a digital seems like the most realistic way of that happening. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I I think I think it's probably a maybe a threefold problem, but definitely two. Um, the they saw what a mess the Final Fantasy VII um, release was um, for trying to get it out on time with Amazon with everything going on. Mm-hmm. Um, and also the theme of the game in the current pandemic situation might not be one that would foster high sales. You know, mm-hmm. you, you might not get as many people to, to buy it as you thought. And plus, if you shut out the stores, um, that lowers your overall sales. And it's just the whole thing. I wonder if there's something exclusive with GameStop or somebody that they can't do because the stores are closed that that's what they're waiting for. And ev- everything I read, um, cause I am really looking forward to this game. I probably would have bought it day one. Mm-hmm. Um, is that it looks like it's more of a Sony problem, um, than a naughty dog problem. Um, it seems like the game's done, mm-hmm. <laughs> like it's ready to go, 
Um, but for some reason, Sony doesn't is giving an issue with it. So I don't know if they're worried about their marketing. Don't want to market a game where everybody has a virus. Maybe, you know, yeah. Currently. Um, yeah, that, I don't know. But it, it, it doesn't, yeah. It, it seems like it, it, it could be partially that, but it also seems like they don't want people working uh, right now because obviously they'd be in like a crunch situation at this point. Mm-hmm. And that's the last thing they want is to have all these people there for like 20 hours a day and get that bad press that you kept your people there and then they all got sick. So I'm sure that has something to do with it too. Yeah, like Mark said, I'm sure it's several things rolled up into what is now taking place. So we will uh, we will look forward to hopefully hearing some kind of, uh, I'm sure, far in the future release date. Um, so the last, well, not the last, but the last thing I'm going to talk about before I hand it over to you guys for our last topic um, so teens in Texas have apparently discovered a way to keep their classmates connected virtually. So obviously going off of the pandemic theme that we were just discussing, um, schools have been closed for in some areas over a month at this point, and most likely school is not going to be reopening this year for a lot of people. Um, so a group of high school sophomores in Texas have built an extremely accurate and detailed replica of their high school Um, which was the Fort Worth Academy of Fine Arts in Minecraft. Um, And I actually watched the video of what it looks like after it was done. It's absolutely incredible. They worked for six hours a day for 11 days straight to make this come together. And I think there was five of them that worked on it together. Um, So there's an eight-minute video available if you go on YouTube and you search, you know, like, Texas Minecraft school or something. Um... And the video is a virtual tour of the school. Just to give you guys a scope of what they've built, it includes a full-size parking lot. Like, they give you a tour of the entire parking lot and the premise, like, the grounds. There's plants. There's everything is, like, almost, I'm sure, exactly the way it is at their school. Um, They have the front office, the principal's office, a computer lab, hallways that lead to classrooms with each teacher's name written outside the door. Um, a science lab, a cafeteria, complete with a kitchen area. Um, <laughs> what else? A basketball court where I was really impressed. They use spider webs to create nets. <laughs> and there's just so much more. It's crazy. And my favorite part is there's a secret entrance. So in the video, they take you through the whole school. And at the very end, they announce on the screen that there's a secret entrance. And you go through, and they built an auditorium set up for their senior class to simulate their graduation. And that That's is so awesome. freaking yeah. awesome. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, they said that they um, obviously are dedicating it to the senior class because they most likely will not be back in school to actually say goodbye to their last year. So they did like this nice little tribute at the end and they've invited all of their classmates and, you know, schoolmates to access the game through Minecraft and, you know, walk around school and just hang out together. So I thought that that was so cool. It's a nice, you know, another nice feel good story that's come out of all this so definitely yeah. check it out if you guys want it's super impressive the the beauty of technology and minecraft and kids being so creative mm-hmm. yeah yeah, yeah. you wouldn't wild. see anything without stuff like that that's awesome yeah. and yeah. i and maybe it's just me um we're, we all grew up in basically the same generation sort of mm-hmm. thing um i i see this as more as this generation would do something like this more than you know the sentimentalness of it than ours would if, if you know well, what i mean 
Well, I, I can tell you what ours did. Our generation made the schools into doom maps. Yeah. <laughs> and they turned yeah. them in. So that's that's that. I feel like that's the difference. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like I, I don't think for some reason maybe it's just maybe I had a really cynical school. Um, an all boys Catholic school will do that. Um, yeah. <laughs> the uh, but I don't think they would have done the senior class thing. I think that's the thing. I think for some reason Generation Z or whatever they are seem to be more compassionate. <laughs> than yeah. Us. Yeah. Yeah, I could see that, but yeah, yeah. I I think it's I still think it's cool that oh it's even, awesome yeah yeah mm-hmm. yeah very 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 cool yeah, um, that's, that's a lot of dedication it is yeah that tells so. you what they're doing at home instead of their homework yeah that's what i was thinking too i'm like <laughs> hmm six hours a day for 11 days and i'm like hmm, yeah someone wasn't doing their homework but I have also heard. doing our homework. <laughs> yeah, this was our homework. Well, they did go to a fine arts school, so maybe it was. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was, it was so cool. Um, so yeah, the last topic I'm going to hand off to you guys because you have more knowledge sort of on this. Um, so we got our glimpse at the PS5 controller finally, which is exciting because, yeah. you know, haven't really seen much of anything with the PS5 lately. Um, so we definitely have some thoughts on that. And that will roll up into our main topic. So if you guys want to take that away, and I'll jump in whenever. Okay. All yeah. I can say is it's about damn time. Yeah, exactly. Um, we've, we've, like we've been talking about, we've been looking for anything related to the PS5. Mm-hmm. Um, we haven't seen what it looks like. We haven't seen, you know, we have, we haven't, we finally heard specs, which took long enough from, uh, the 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 uh thing with mark cerny but uh other than that it's been silent and we finally get to see the controller which yeah i'll 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 wait to give my my thoughts i want to hear what mark has to say yeah yeah i think the uh i think the way to best describe it for me is i use the uh um curve your enthusiasm gif (laughs) of larry david going (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. The only thing that it makes me speculate about um, is, are we going to get two different color skews? Like, is there going to be an all-white one and an all-black one? Um, are they going to do that? Or is it just going to be the controller choice? That's what was interesting to me, that they put the white, that the white, no, excuse me, the white one leaked first. Yeah, I'm not sure what the, what the plan is there. I'd be interested to see if it's going to, because... After the Xbox 360, after the first Xbox 360, they kind of went away from white. Mm-hmm. That was like the last white console that was, it was default yeah. as white. Uh, you could obviously get white um, special editions and stuff, but they, they've kind of gone away from that. I feel like everybody has such a sleek setup, and now they want everything to look uniform and black and the same. I'm not one of those people. I like those weird colored consoles granted i don't have many of them you don't have a spice orange gamecube no no (laughs) i wish i wish i had i wish i had you know weird colored systems but i just don't i like them though yeah Uh, like now i'm looking i'm looking at the old xbox 360s and there was like a million different kinds so we'll see we'll see what what they come out with first yeah yeah i i the it's it's going to be a very you know black and white Obviously, it's probably going to be the colors, but nothing will beat. Um, and they even did it with the Switch. Nothing beats like when Nintendo decides to just make like the two primary colors, I believe, for the 
I believe the Spice Orange and the Purple were the primary colors for the GameCube, and the black uh, came later. Yeah, Spice. Yeah. I feel like Spice Orange was a Japanese color, Japanese only color, but it was purple, silver, and black. I think. For I think the, the black might have been a later one. Yeah. Because I got mine a little late, and it was mainly all black units at that point. Um, yeah. Yeah. But yeah. I have, I, I have the black one, of course. I, I just talked about one. how I like. <laughs> I talked about how I like the colored ones, but I, I have the black. <laughs> yeah yeah it's it's like what i was mentioning like with the switch with the the joy con you yeah. know you know that they went with the was it red and green or whatever um they're i forget what the the original colors I think were it's red and red blue and, red and blue, blue. Yeah. yeah 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 but you know and they had they went they almost reluctantly went okay we'll put out gray ones too <laughs> you know and of course, yeah. I have the freaking gray ones. I wanted the red and blue ones, but they were all sold out. Yeah, oh, really? the gray ones. Yeah, yeah, hmm. yeah. Everybody went for the weird colors. Um, but yeah, that when it comes to controllers, even because I think it's a lead into you know our main topic here. You know, talking about you know favorite controllers is um, I I can never really it, it it's it sounds very obvious what I'm gonna say. I can never judge how much I like a controller until it's in my hands. Mm-hmm. Like, um, yeah, I didn't think I I'd like the Switch too much. Then I got it in my hands. I'm like, oh, it's a little small, but then I got used to it. Um, and I kind of like, you know, um, playing it um, either it with the, as they call it, the dog ears um, thing that comes with it that you can take the, so you can play it on the TV. Oh, the, um, uh, yeah, the, the, Switch, the Joy-Con yeah. controller the, dock yeah. or whatever. It's like, a little, it. it's like a little puppy dog. Yeah. Uh, when you, uh, but yeah. Uh, but I think my thing with this is there's a fine line between um, too big um, and, you know, and I was going to say and too small, but that's not true. Not many controllers have been small since NES. Um, but, yeah, there, there's a thing like there's a, there's that it's like how the Duke um, is real good for Xbox One. Um, but if you have smaller hands, it becomes a problem. Um, yeah. Well, that's why they came out with the S version, which is because Japanese, the Japanese audience didn't like it because the controller was too big. So they came out with the smaller ones. Which, yeah, no, then Nintendo does the Wii U thing with the, but anyway. Uh. <laughs> but yeah, I, this, it does look like the PS5 controller is a little bigger. They're calling it the DualSense. Um, and, does, and, does it look thick? Thick with two C's. No, it doesn't look that big, but <laughs> it does look bigger in the center than the PS3 and 4 controllers. Yeah, uh, it, it still has a touchpad with a button, mm. so um, you can just wait for all those PS5 exclusives that use that stupid pad for no reason. I can tell you exactly mm -hmm. why the touchpad's there, and you know too. It's, it's for backwards compatibility. Exactly, yeah. Because you, there's going to be... Because people are going to want to play PS4 games that have the stupid touchpad enabled the, for some mm -hmm. dumb reason. The touchpad <laughs> would... The only thing the touchpad should be is... I, I This might sound very mundane, but I would just love that touchpad to just be a giant map button. Like, I just yeah, hit that giant yeah. button and the map pops up. Yeah, I would, I would like that. It, it's kind of like... Yeah, instead of wasting a, a button on the map... You just yeah. have that be the map button. Yeah, I would like that. Yeah. I like I can't even think of a game I played that used that button. I only have one. I, I couldn't even tell you. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't think I could either. Yeah, uh, Killzone uh -huh. Shadow Fall. 
Well, that's because uh-huh. Killzone was like a launch game, wasn't it? Yeah. You yeah. used it up. The directionals were like your what they normally put on the D-pad now. Like yeah. if you swiped up, your uh, drone came out. If you swiped right, it did something. If you swiped left, it did, you know. Yeah. Like. And I'm which, sure like the, the Uncharted games have that t- have that functionality. I don't know. I'll have to look. It would be Uncharted 4, if any. But like I know the Vita um, Uncharted used that dumb touchpad that was on the back of the Vita. <sighs> they made use of that for some stupid reason. <laughs> so I imagine they did it with the PS4 too. Um, but yeah, it's it's you know it's a controller. It's a it's a PlayStation controller with uh, parallel thumbsticks. It looks mm-hmm. like the same thumbsticks that have been on every other controller. Um, same type of D-pad. They could the split D-pad. Mm-hmm. I hope that it's still soft and not like clicky like the Xbox One is. I'm not a huge fan of that for a D-pad. The, oh, for the D-pad, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like a, a more like NES style D-pad. Yeah, you you can blame Nintendo for all other D-pads being shitty. Well, yeah, it's because they have the patent on a D-pad. Yeah. So everybody else had to come up with their own thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, the only I feel like the only people who kind of did it halfway decent was Sony because Sega never got it right. I feel like the D-pads were always terrible on Sega controllers. Yeah, yeah no, all uh, Sony did was just take out the middle button that didn't didn't do anything. Yeah. You know, <laughs> it was just the four button. Yeah. But while we're talking about controllers of the past, we might as well get into what our favorites were. Yeah. Um, Jen, since you came in on the N64, I'm interested to see what your favorite <laughs> controller is. Um, so it's, it's kind of complicated for me because obviously the N64, I have, you know, the first couple of video games I ever played were on an N64 controller. So thinking of it from that aspect, that'll always be one of my favorite controllers just for that reason. Um, so I personally have been consistently using a PS4 controller for what, six, seven years now. Um, So by default, I probably could say that it's my favorite, but after I really thought about it, I'd have to say that the Xbox controller is probably always going to be my favorite. Um, The original Xbox? The, I should say, 360. Okay. So I'm not super keen on the main changes that have happened between the Xbox to the 360 to the One. I don't have a One. Um. I think the Xbox 360 and the One are pretty similar, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, right? the, for the, the most the part. The biggest, the biggest difference for the most part is the D-pad and okay. the the fact that the battery pack isn't sticking off the back of it. Right. It's it's uh, a whole flat back. Got it. Um. So yeah, I mean, I know that the Xbox 360 controller is a lot more bulky compared to the PlayStation One, which can definitely feel intimidating when you switch from a smaller controller. And I remember hanging out at your house tom not too long ago i've been playing the playstation for so long switching to the xbox one i was like holy crap what is this giant controller (laughs) um (laughs) but you very quickly get used to the size of it i really like the way that the design of the 360 xbox controller is curved i feel like it's super comfortable and fits nicely in your hands and you don't feel that strain um like in my thumb sometimes i get a strain from the playstation controller especially Mm -hmm. when using the joysticks um, but with the Xbox, I never had that issue. Um, so comfort for long time gaming is definitely something that's really important to me. I'm sure it is to a lot of people. Um, and I actually, that stupid button in the middle is one of my biggest complaints on this new controller that they came out with. And I'm really over it. Um, 
So I had made myself a note to mention that, which is funny because <laughs> you guys literally just said the same thing. Um, so yeah, I'd have to say it was a close call for me, but I would have to say the 360 controller is probably always going to be my my number one, followed by the N64, just because, you know, it's my OG. Gotta and then represent. the PlayStation 4. Yeah, got to represent. But I do I just want to comment really quick. The new PS5 controller, number one, it looks like the Xbox controller and the PS4 had a baby because yeah. it's like a little bit more curved. <laughs> um, and I'm really annoyed. I hope that the buttons actually have color to them. Even like the lines of the shapes, like the square yeah, and the, yeah, the X. Yeah, you want I really it to hope look those like... have color. You want it to look like an actual PlayStation controller because all yeah. of their controllers have some sort of color on them. Yeah, just a little bit. That's all yeah, I'm asking for. I, I mean, these things change. Right. It's, so I know, it's I, a I'm prototype. Hope, yeah. Well, we should see something more concrete soon, yep. I would hope. Agreed. Yeah. Yeah. The uh, I don't know if it was Xbox and put their controller out, so it must have been PS5. No, they, they did. Should, oh, they Xbox. So is Xbox the one that has those weird buttons at the top that where start and select should be? And it's like... like uh, uh, they both do. They're both weird. They're not start and select. They're like... Well, um, well, well share an option was on PS4, but I wanted them, like, I saw um, Matt no, they changed. Who, they changed what that looks like to the, on the PS4. It's like three lines on one... Okay. Three vertical lines and three horizontal lines. They're no, they don't have a name. Yeah, because yeah, uh, Mike Mahardy, formerly a GameStop, uh, tweeted out um, when somebody was like, what do I tell my kids what these buttons are called? <laughs> and he was like, eyelashes and hamburger. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's uh, that's the PS5 controller. Oh, my God, I eyelashes love it. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, all right, now I'm leaning towards the PS5 controller. <laughs> the new Xbox controller doesn't look that much different. It's got yeah. a different D-pad. Other than that, it's it's got an upload button. Um, but other than that, it's pretty much the same. Yeah, they're probably going to lean more into the elite stuff where you can change things out. Yeah, they might put like the you know, the back bumpers and stuff on it, or interchangeable yeah. D pads. Yeah, yeah, they may lean more into like give some features of the elite, but not every feature. Yeah. Um, I have a feeling that if I had an elite, that would be my choice for favorite controller. I hear those back buttons are just a godsend for a lot of games. Yeah, my um, my brother has one and he swears by it. Yeah, and. Uh, but no, I got to go my favorite controller, and it's probably because it's the one I played with my entire life and more, and that I physically have now purchased two accessories to be able to use it <laughs> on the computer. Um, I, I love the SNES controller. Um, I think it fits perfectly in the hand. Um, uh, it's it's more comfortable than the NES with because it had the uh, square edges um, that kind of made it uncomfortable playing for a long time. And it also felt like you were breaking the NES controller when you yeah, were, like, I've, really intense gaming. Yeah, I've had my, my NES controller squeak on me when I've been playing. Yeah. But what you said about the, the squareness of it, I never had that problem. I don't know if it's because I have big hands or what, yeah. but I never, like, they never, like, dug into my hands. It didn't bother me until I tried to play with an NES controller when I got older. When I was a kid, it was fine. And then when you think about it, you're like, Maybe it was like designed for a smaller hand. I don't know, but yeah, yeah, the, I it's, I've, it's, I just never had an issue. I don't know if it's just me or what. Yeah, yeah, I, I didn't realize it until you know I was older. So maybe maybe it is maybe I got used to playing with the SNES so much that just having that was odd um, to me. But um, 
it's I think it's the perfect amount of buttons on it. Um, there's four face buttons and two uh, trigger buttons at the top, and that is probably all you really need for video games. Um, <laughs> uh, theoretically, maybe maybe analog sticks might be the only thing um, that I would add to it. So maybe one of those ones they sell off market, you know, you know, the third party brand ones now um, yeah. with that. Maybe the perfect controller for me, uh, like the eight bit dough ones. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, I like I said, I just purchased. Um, it was cheap enough. It was like five bucks on Amazon. But uh, the thing that broke on my computer that I just played that entire um, randomizer on an Xbox 360 controller. Uh, so that D pad was wonderful. Trying yeah, to... that's uh, that's the only <laughs> downside to that controller. Yes. That um, so Xbox 360 not high on my list. Um, the only thing the um, I like about the Xbox controllers in general, I found out that I played the hockey games. The hockey. I played the hockey. Um, <laughs> NHL games? <laughs> I played the NHL games. Um, better on the Xbox with the offset um, analog sticks than yeah. I did when I was playing uh, on PlayStation. Now, PlayStation, uh, I tend to feel Madden feels better um, for some reason on there. Um, despite the fact that I've played the last three Maddens on Xbox because I have EA access. Um, but and, and FIFA feels better on an on a, um, Xbox controller um, for probably the same reasons um, as, as it does with the NHL. Um, but yeah, yeah. Second place for me would probably be I like the uh, I, I like the DualShock 4. Um, I think it's Sony finally got it right uh, with their controller. Um, I like the big giant button in the middle. But only if it's just for a map button. I just want to tap it it's and a map. Just the map. Up. Just the map. That's it. Map. It's a nice, quick, easy if I just need to check the map real fast. Um, it's not like the map in Zelda where I keep forgetting that it's on X and not Y. And then, you know, and then I drop a bomb in front of me. Yep. Um, instead of checking the map. Uh, so, yeah. That's, I think the, I've never, the only thing that, and, this is probably the only thing that keeps it below the Super Nintendo controller for me is the DualShock 4 has terrible battery life. Like yes, that's known. Rentless. That's very well known. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, if it was, if it had as much battery life as the Xbox One controller, you know, obviously the SNESs are plugged in. There's no wireless. If we're, if we're going to go by original hardware, um, you know, there's no wireless. Um, and then I have to throw an honorable mention out on my end. I really like the Wavebird. That's a classic. It's a very, very classic that. controller. I, I am not... more of a Wavebird than the actual GameCube controller. Um, yeah, I mean, not many people had them, so it's tough. Yeah. But I, yeah. I like the Wavebird too. Yeah, like yeah, it. yeah, and uh, yeah, it, and it also became a great prank in college too, where if you set the Wavebird to the same length as someone else's Wavebird, you can control the game <laughs> they were playing. Yeah, and they don't know um, why they suck all of a sudden. <laughs> uh, college dorm rooms. Um, yeah, so yeah, I definitely, I definitely lean old school. Like I said, it's probably because I've beaten uh, Link to the Past over, if you count the randomizers, over thirty to thirty-five times now. Um, that I've just gotten used to having that controller in here, and it felt really weird playing it on a different controller for the six hours I played it. Yeah. Um, and yeah, yeah, so. Yeah, I don't know. I would love to see if the audience uh, leans a little more old school with that, too. But I have a feeling that it's going to be between 
360 and DualShock 4. But yeah. I'll leave that to you, Tom. You're probably right, because my favorite controller of all time is the Xbox 360 controller. <laughs> Woo. Uh, like I said, I have big hands, so having the offset um, thumbsticks is a big deal for me. It's way more comfortable and ergonomic for my hands, especially playing shooter. Um, I I absolutely hate playing shooters on a PS4, PS3, any PlayStation controllers, because I don't like the parallel sticks. Um but yeah, it's perf- perfectly shaped for my hands. Uh, I've probably played the most games and done m- most of my gaming on an Xbox 360, so that's probably why I enjoy the 360 controller the most. Uh, it's got a good weight to it. It doesn't it, it doesn't hurt my hands when I'm using it like the Switch does because again, I had to buy I had to go out and buy a like uh, like a a grip for my switch so I could get it to in, in a position that makes it feel better because yeah. the way I would ho- be holding it, it would just not feel comfortable at all. It's in handheld yeah. mode. Oh, handheld uh, is uh, the, the, the grip is absolutely essential for yeah. handheld mode for um, older people like us. Um, <laughs> 100%. Uh, I use the satisfy grip. You can get it on Amazon. That's not a sponsor, <laughs> but I highly recommend that one. If you have big hands and you like the Xbox 360 or the Xbox One controller, go with that one. Yeah. Um, I, I, and for an alternate, the uh, the Nintendo branded one's not bad. It's only 15 bucks. But um, oh, Nintendo has their own grip. Yeah, I have it for mine. I bought it at Target. I did yeah. not know they had their own. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody. Yeah. One. One of my. Uh, I think it was. Was it friend? Maybe it was a family member or somebody. So yeah, I was walking in Target and they had this grip thing. It was like fifteen bucks. You know, Nintendo was like, oh, okay, I'll send you a photo of my box because I still have the box here. Okay. Um, you know, <laughs> yeah. when after the stream. But yeah, the the satisfying one is like twenty five bucks. So if you have a Switch or a Switch Lite, they make them for both. Get that. Yeah. I, uh, I would assume that one might be better. It might, like you said, if it feels like a three sixty, this doesn't. It just has, you know, feels more like a Dual Shock a little bit. Um, it just gives you a little extra, um, you know, a little extra girth on the outside there. Um, yeah, this like the grips are actually offset, so the left okay. one is it makes it um, easier for you to get to the top of the controller, and the right one kind of angles your hand out, so your yeah. your finger, your thumb is on the uh, on the thumbstick as opposed to being cramped all the way around the controller in a terrible position. Yeah, for that hours yeah, on sounds end. worth it. Yeah, that yeah. sounds worth it for the extra ten dollars. I would, I would highly recommend. Go watch some reviews on YouTube. That's just my personal opinion because I have large hands and I need ergonomics because I'm old. Um, so again, Xbox 360 favorite. Probably my second favorite would be the original PlayStation controller or the original DualShock, even because that was okay. like my first yeah. foray yeah, I... into 3D yeah. gaming. Yeah, I was gonna say you, with with PS One, you'd have to be specific. yeah, not the not it would be the DualShock probably the with original the analog DualShock. sticks. Yeah, again because it it had a good weight to it, it didn't feel cheap and plasticky. Didn't feel like I was going to break it when I was holding it. Also, I spent so much time with that controller too. Um, between because the DualShock is essentially the same on the PS One and PS Two, so I had a lot of time with that controller. Um, 
certain games just don't feel right if I'm not using a PlayStation controller, like Final Fantasy, any of the Final Fantasies, really. Yeah. Uh, if I'm not using a PlayStation-style controller, it doesn't feel right to me. Um, or a Kingdom Hearts game, because obviously they were Sony-exclusive for so long. Like, I, tur- I turned on Kingdom Hearts 3 because it's on Game Pass, and I was like, man, this just feels weird because I'm using an Xbox controller to play <laughs> a Kingdom Hearts game. Um, but, yeah, there's just certain games that feel better to me with that controller. Uh, they're generally games that don't that don't need the thumbsticks, though. It's generally a game I can play with a D-pad. Um, just because, again, I having them in the middle is just way less comfortable to me than being offset. Um, and I guess for an honorable mention, uh, what am I going to throw in? The Jaguar. No, I'm going to go with the Dreamcast controller. Oh, the I Dreamcast did. controller is going to be my honorable mention. I uh, know. You know what? Forget that. The honorable mention is the Wii U pro controller. If you've that is ever, cool. if you've ever used a Wii U pro controller, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. It's one of the, I- the most underrated controller. yeah it's one of the most underrated controllers of all time because no well, a no one used a Wii U ever <laughs> uh and b they you know nobody bought them i had two of them because yeah. i made sure to have a backup because i liked <laughs> it so much and you can yeah. use them on anything you can use them as bluetooth controllers you can use them with your pc granted you'll probably need a a dongle for it but you can hook them up to anything and use them for in any situation. You can use them on a Raspberry Pi. Um, you can get a, a adapter to use them on anything, really. A PlayStation, yeah. an Xbox. It's it's awesome. It's one of my. It definitely should be on everybody's controller list if they're looking for them. And I'll, I'll give a quick shout out before we finish up here uh, for when we eventually have to do the accessor favorite accessories show. Um, <laughs> Let's give an early shout out since you mentioned it to the VMU. Yes. Um, on for the Dreamcast, um, the best controller I've ever played a, a Resident Evil on. Um, yeah. Because it, it gave you the the heartbeat on there, so you didn't have to pause all the time. Uh, yeah, the VMU so. was way ahead of its time for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but we'll, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll expound on that at a different time. Yeah. <laughs> Let us know what your favorite controller of all time is. Uh. I'm sure we're going to get a lot of DualShock for a lot of Xbox 360, but I want to hear it. I want to see what you I guys want, think too. I want to hear you. I want to hear from you TurboGrafx-16 people. <laughs> yes. I want to hear how many of you have uh, still have a TurboGrafx and which which TurboGrafx-16 controller is the best. <laughs> um, so going from that, let's go into our unfortunate retro roulette game. <laughs> Disney's yeah. The Jungle Book for yeah. the Super Nintendo. So I was unfortunately unable to stream it this week, but Mark streamed it. Um, I did play it, but since Mark streamed it, you can go first. Yeah. Um, so a lot of my thoughts are on that stream, so be sure to go to the <laughs> Twitch.tv mm-hmm. um, thing there. We literally did a level skip and checked out just about every level um, on there in, in the allotted time that we had um, to do it, but... I honestly know why this game was forgotten. Um, it is definitely in that vein of Aladdin, Lion King, you know, uh, time frame of SNES Genesis games. Um, but I had no idea it existed. Uh, so 
And then I looked and I was like, oh, it's basically a copy of those games. And then I realized it is a much harder version of those games mm-hmm. um, and a much more confusing version. Um, they tried to do some things that didn't really work um, in terms of the vine swinging and things like that. Um, they had these branches that sprung you up like the uh, the springs in, uh, in Sonic um, that were confusing at first. I thought I did something wrong or broke the game. The first time I hit one, the characters are shot up in the air. <laughs> oh, the um, snakes? Yes. Yeah, that's they're springboard hard. snakes. <laughs> yeah, they're hard to see. So yeah. they surprise you, that's for sure. Yeah, and, and the little tree branches, like when we were doing that vertical level. Oh, jam, yeah. Yes. Um, I forgot and about the first that. time I hit it, I thought I thought I'd do something wrong. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, yeah, that game that game is definitely, and I watched a speed run of it, and just like every other speed run of those games, you have to play that game a lot because it was that person didn't stop. Like there was no stopping to contemplate a jump or look around. Like yeah, it's it's they, definitely one of those games you need to uh, memorize the level for sure. Yeah, yeah it's like it's like I, I like to compare it to and um, to a Ninja Gaiden on the NES, where yep. you could beat that game in 20 minutes if you know the level. Like because the 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 enemies spawn in the same spot, they have the same behavior no matter what. Um, when you stop and look around is when those patterns change but if you just keep going they do the same exact thing every single time link to the past is kind of like that a little bit too where certain characters do the same exact thing no matter what you set them up to do um and yeah this game feels like one of those games um and it feels like the camera is just not like just a little too small like there are edges of the camera that i felt or edges of screen that were way too many blind jumps um Mm -hmm. In at least in the the two levels I played fully, and again, uh, not that Disney's listening, but <laughs> you should you should have put it in your practice mode that you couldn't finish level two, so that I didn't spend 25 minutes trying to figure out how to make this jump. Yeah, um, that was that was rough. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that, that's my thoughts on it. It was one of those games, but just didn't have the same pull and nostalgia for me that Lion King and, and Aladdin d- does do does. <laughs> all right uh go ahead jen and then i'll i'll finish it off i'll I wrap guess. it up okay yeah. um so i obviously started out watching you play mark so i already knew that i was going to absolutely loathe this game but i was like you know what let's give it a chance i was right i hate it um starting <laughs> out with the pros for me the graphics i think are awesome um the animation like the colors the details the way he like moves when he swings there's definitely no doubt that this is a Disney game in that aspect. They just put so much extra into it. Um, and I like the music. Um, my favorite level was watching you play through the waterfall level, Mark. Yeah. It was really relaxing, which was surprising. Because a lot of water levels, like I personally have a thing for water levels, but a lot of times they're really difficult. And this one was very calming for the most part and wasn't that bad. Um but I didn't make it that far on my own, so I didn't get to actually play that level. And I wasn't going to sit there and attempt the cheat code that we found to get there because that was complicated in itself. Yeah. Um, for me, this game is just so difficult. Like the animal enemies that you come across, they're swinging above you or flying above you or, or below you and they hit you. And sometimes you don't even have a chance to see it coming, which I get is a big platformer thing. But in this game, it was just, it was hectic. Um, It's definitely a game where you have to play it 
repeatedly over and over and over and over again until you memorize literally everything in the level. And then like, kind of like what you're saying, then you can get through it. Um, but to me, I didn't enjoy it enough to actually put that much time into it. Um, it was really hard to tell the difference between the foreground and the background. So it's almost impossible to see where you're supposed to swing and land versus what's in the background. Um, and you could fall into, I think it was like a bunch of um, like thorns and get hurt, or you could fall into an enemy. Um, and swinging in itself, I know you mentioned this already, Mark, but it's it's really difficult. Sometimes you jump and you don't grab the vine. It's so inconsistent. You could jump in the same spot five times and miss it three out of the five times for no reason. Um, and I think the last thing that I didn't like is minor. It's just I don't like not being able to save and reload the game, um, especially after being frustrated and putting so much time into it. I want to be able to pick up where I left off. And unfortunately, in this game, as many games are, once you run out of continues, you have to start from the beginning. So I basically got I got through the first level. I don't know how many how long it took me. But I got to that point and I was like, I am done. I am ending on a somewhat of a good note. I am not going to continue. It just, it felt like it was just super frustrating and a big waste of time. No <laughs> offense to the game. And that's really harsh, but I did not enjoy this game. I enjoyed watching you play it, Mark. Um, but playing Thank it you. myself, it was, yes, it was just very frustrating for myself to play. So yeah. yeah, that was, that was what I thought. <laughs> I am 100% with both of you. So my biggest pet peeve with this game is the fact that you don't you can't see enough of the level the camera's not very mm -hmm. good um you there's just way too many blind jumps just like mark said anytime like you can't you can actually hold the down button on the d-pad to look down but sometimes that's still not enough you still can't see where you're going and a lot of times when you do those blind jumps you fall into something that hurts you yeah now the fact that you have um more than it's not one hit deaths which is nice because you're gonna need them because if you could just be going straight and there's an enemy behind a tree that you can't see because they felt like oh we got to use all these layers so mm. let's stick an enemy back there and then you get hurt and you're like what the fuck was that yeah and then you you get hit by something and you're like i got hit by something I don't know what it was. But you look closer, <laughs> and it was a stupid dragonfly or a bee or something. And yeah. you're like, well, "Why is that hurting me? And how do I kill it?" And yeah, like they they give you the bananas to throw, mm -hmm. and they're worthless. They're <laughs> totally worthless. The only thing they'll kill is a snake that will also spit at you from a distance, which is incredibly annoying. But I got through the first two levels without too much trouble. But the going the first level to the second level is like the first level takes like a minute. The second level probably takes oh, like it does. minutes. <laughs> the, the second level has like five checkpoints. The first level yeah. has one. The second, the second level, level is long. It's super long. And then I got to the third level and I was like, all right, I'll give this a shot because it was a it was a boss level. And I played it for like five five minutes and I was like, you know what? I'm done with this. I can't. Mm. <laughs> I can't be bothered to try because, like, you you're trying to try to jump up on something and then you get hit by something you never saw that flew in from off screen. And it's just very frustrating when you're just trying to get through the level to the boss 
and you can't yeah. do that without using all of your continues. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and let's uh, let's give a uh, let's have everyone out here think about what we all thought while playing this game. Where is he keeping those infinite bananas? <laughs> I was gonna say that. <laughs> yeah, that's yep. a very good question. A lot of bananas. Look, a lot of bananas that don't do shit. <laughs> yeah, and they're infinite too. So. Yep. Yep, man. They just keep coming. <laughs> oh man, yeah, but yeah, it, this was probably probably the most frustrating game we've played and that's playing star wars we played super star wars and that game could be frustrating but i at least got the hang of that game this game there was just there was just too many blind spots too many jump like i gotta jump that how far i'm just gonna jump as far as i can (laughs) at at one point i kind of started playing it like i would play, play a sonic game just going through just running and trying to jump over things instead of trying to kill them because that was a waste of time. Yeah. And it, it just didn't work out. It did mm-hmm. nothing worked well. If you went slow, you could get hit a number of times. If you went fast, it didn't matter. There was and there's no like strategy at all. Yeah. There were parts in the game from watching you, Mark, where there was like a hole in the tree that you just fell through the entire level back to the beginning. Like there was like all these little sneaky, uh, like mean mean things they put in there. Like this game was out for blood. It was out for your blood. Yeah. Yeah, yep. it was. Yeah, and you couldn't kill those baby birds in the nest. So if you didn't jump <laughs> quick right. enough, they came back. Yeah, that, that was you. that was yeah. super annoying too. Like the birds hurt you seriously. That's mm-hmm. what we're going with. Everything yeah. hurt you pretty much. It was rude. It's a, it's a jungle really out there, Tom. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. And yeah, having to listen to the same song over and wait, over. Wait, which song over. did you get tired of? <laughs> um. I don't remember whichever the second level song was. That would be Bare Necessities. There it is. <laughs> mm-hmm. Do it. Yeah, let's not yeah. get copyright strikes. Strick, stricken, struck, 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 struck. All right, so uh, I'm gonna give this game. I'm giving it a one and a half out of five. Ooh. Yeah, I- I'm not... gonna go with. Yeah, do you want to explain or? What? Yeah, it was. There's just way too many things wrong with it. Um, the the reason it's even getting a one and a half is because the music was good and the graphics were good. Mm-hmm. Other than that, that's that's about it. The animations yeah. and the graphics are, were what's holding it together. Yeah, that, that's that's probably the only reason that I give it a uh, uh, a two is uh, that the graphics were pretty good. It was late error Super NES, so of course they look pretty spectacular. Um. And the music was great, despite the fact that I don't want to hear Bare Necessities ever again. <laughs> um, Give it 10 years, you might want to hear it again. Oh, God. But, um, yeah, it was very frustrating. It reminded me of all the worst parts of Aladdin and Lion King, um, with none of the um, ability to succeed in those games, as I did after a while. But I guess I didn't play them as long as the other two. Uh, now that I come and think about it, maybe I hate all three of those games. <laughs> and I just played, I was just forced to play the other two because, you know, an aunt bought me and was like, you like those Disney movies? I saw this game in the store. Um, so, Let's be yeah. honest, you probably enjoyed them. Oh, hell yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Aladdin's great. Um, it's probably just as frustrating as this game, but I love Aladdin the movie. So, you know, I was able to look past it. Um, yes, speaking of which, the Jungle Book game is kind of a weird one because that movie is way older than well no i think uh, they made a re-release and because i remember seeing it in theaters with an uncle or something or maybe they might take the take it out of the vault or something 
I think they updated it. Um, yeah, because I, I think I think it was around that time. But I'll have to look it up. I think I think there's a re-release or a remaster or something in the mid '90s because I remember going and seeing it in theaters um, when I was that age. But and remember the reason why I probably didn't want to play the game because maybe the movie wasn't that great. It it wasn't or, the Lion King or Aladdin. That's for no. Or maybe I was woke back then. Hey. <laughs> All the descriptions of of native people. How about you, Jen? Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm with Mark. I gave it a two out of five. Or we're doing out of five, right? I always forget. Yeah. It's it has a two regardless. Um, and like you said, Tom, the graphics. <laughs> it's a hard two. The graphics, um, the animation, the music. That's really the only reason it got a two and not a zero. Um, like I said before, this game is just out for your blood. It's it's like it's brutal. And there was not one part of the game besides the waterfall level where I could see myself actually sitting there and devoting time and tears <laughs> to beating it. Um, it was just not it was not a fun experience at all. And I think I think Turtles is still worse to me than this. But this is a very close yeah. second for me. Yeah, I don't like Turtles at all. So, yeah, yeah they're, that, they're they're both not good. Yeah. Yeah, and that's probably has a, a history bias too because I I didn't like it as a kid. Turtles. I liked so. Turtles as a kid, so I I was as I probably a little biased myself. Yeah, Turtles I was, was more of, of an first... arc- Turtles two arcade game. Yeah, the, guy. that Turtles game was one of the first. Um, it's one of the first NES games I played, so that's probably why I have a bias towards it. Mm, that's fair. Dan likes it too. I don't know why. Oh, well, probably because he's obsessed with the turtles, but. I was as a kid. I mean, so. he went and saw them on Broadway. <laughs> I had the, I had yes, the, uh, I had the cassette tape coming out of our shells. It was a uh, people singing, pretending to be the Ninja Turtles. It was That's uh, the show Dan saw. Was it, th- was it the same show? I don't yeah. know. Yeah, I'm pretty I, sure. It was an audio cassette. It wasn't a video cassette. Yeah, but the, 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 the play or the show on stage was called Coming Out of Their Shells. Oh, okay, so yeah, it was probably yeah. the same thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I got that around here somewhere, in somewhere in the bowels I, of my. I, 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 I smell a white elephant Christmas exchange present. <laughs> <laughs> yep. All right. So let's put this one to bed and spin the wheel, shall we? Let's do, do it. it. We are playing Castle of Illusion, starring Mickey Mouse for the Ooh, Genesis. A good game. Oh. Mickey Mouse, hey! Castle of Illusions is <laughs> fucking awesome. Oh, yeah, so I'm excited. <laughs> this is arguably one of the best games for the Genesis. So, uh, I hope you're ready. Yeah, my I, my niece at eight year at six before I discovered she was actually good at video games wouldn't let me take the controller from her when they had that remaster for free on the PlayStation Three. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Yeah, and she just kept on playing the the preview levels they gave you. Over and over and over and over. over. So it's a good Luke's sign. Great. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Just make sure you get the Genesis version and not the Master System. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's a okay. big difference. I yeah. think that's yeah. like the perfect game to follow up the Jungle Book because it's Disney and it's apparently way better. So. Oh, yeah. it's not it's apparently. It's a, it's a fact. <laughs> I'm excited. Yeah. I mean, it's it's no it's no McKids, but. <laughs> 
that's a reference Jen will not get, but that's fine. Correct. I don't understand that. <laughs> that's all right. I'll explain. It is a McDonald's video game for the NES. Oh, hey. Okay. I'm a, I'm a fan. I'm a fan of the McKids, I guess. God. Uh, we have to show you McKids <laughs> at some point on a stream. Um, it's terrible. <laughs> but it's not. Yeah. One day we'll show it to you. <laughs> Okay. Uh, yeah, but I love Casual. Again, it was another game that I got because a family member was like, you like Disney? <laughs> and I'm like, not even a Disney person like Nicole, Tom, at yeah. all. It was just, I had, <laughs> I just had the VHSs in the house because I was seven, you know? Right, because everybody had them. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then Anne, who saw me twice a year, was like, oh, I see these VHSs. I love your your family voice, by the way. It's like, oh, you love you love Disney. Oh. It's a good it's not one. even close to what they sound like, but yeah. But that's in my head, like yep. back then. Yeah, that I, that's how I got a lot of those Disney and um, you know games based on cartoons when I was younger. Then when I finally became a preteen, I was like, just give me a gift card. Mm-hmm. I stop messing around. Yeah, I can't yeah. imagine what. Uh... Our gift, our lives would, would have been like if gift cards were more, more a thing when we were kids. Yeah, yeah. It finally just became go to Funko Land, get a <laughs> gift card. I will pick out my own games. <laughs> yep. At that point, but yeah, but yeah, Castle Wizards great. I can't wait. Um, I will probably won't be any good at it because I've played it in at least ten years. Uh, however long it's been since that re-release thing came out for the PS3. Yeah, it's gonna um, take a while to get used to it. I have a. But, yeah, but it's it's good. It's, it, it's 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 Disney and leans more on the kids side, so it shouldn't be as frustrating, Jen, as mm-hmm, Jungle Book okay. was. But again, yeah, it's, it's a 16-bit platformer, so way okay. more approachable than than Jungle Book. Awesome, I'm excited. All right, all right. Let's uh, let's plug the shit out of all of our stuff. <laughs> um, so if you want to get in contact with us, you can get you can follow us on Twitter at Game Vault Pod. Or Instagram at Game Vault Podcast. Come yell at us. Let us know uh, what we got wrong. Uh, what you want to see us play on Twitch, which our Twitch is twitch.tv slash the Game Vault Podcast, because nothing we have matches. Um, it's true. <laughs> as, as speaking of not matching, all of those uh, past streams end up on YouTube eventually. Uh, and we have a tinyurl.com slash the Game Vault. So, uh, Feel free to go there, check out our past streams, um, come see our current streams, which uh, at the time of listening to this, I will be playing Castle of Illusion on Monday. This You'll be hearing this on Monday, so come uh, join us there. Then Jenny hopefully will be back up and running with Final Fantasy VII on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Thursday, Mark will be back with, I don't know what you're playing, Mark. You're going to be playing... <laughs> We'll probably just make it randomizer Thursday until I can okay. figure something else out. All right. We'll go with that. And then Friday will be the Friday Night Fright Fest stream with Jen. And then finally, our Sunday chill stream, uh, Stardew Sunday with Mark and Jenny. Yeah. And maybe me at some point. We'll Woo-hoo. see. You have we'll a see. house when you're ready. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Um, do you guys want to plug all our other shows yeah, and yeah. everything else that we're doing? Yeah, sure. Stranger Damies every Wednesday. Um, they call this a movie every Thursday. Uh, iTunes, Google Play, wherever you get your podcasts, they'll be there. Just search the names. Be easy mm-hmm. to find. Um, we're starting up a new session. Um, we did shorter sessions 
in during the quarantine. So next session is only two episodes, and one after that's only two episodes. So, but uh, some some really interesting things happen um, over the next couple sessions here. Um, so I am looking forward to everybody hearing that. Um, they call this a movie. We just finished doing. Um, uh, we did Rubber, and then we did um, Vampire's Kiss, which may be my favorite Nicolas Cage performance of all time. As we have not seen Vampire's Kiss, go see Vampire's Kiss. Um, and don't worry about the movie being terrible. Nick Cage is amazing in it. It's the first time he ever went full cave. So oh. it is great. Um, uh, so check that out. Um, and then, uh, yeah, we'll have a new one up on Thursday. Don't I uh, don't want to spoil the movie yet. It'll probably be on the... Uh, Twitter at, at the main Damey. We'll we'll let you know on there. Um, and then Stranger Damies has at Stranger Damies as well. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. All right. Well, it's been a good couple of weeks. Hopefully, these next two weeks will be way better because we won't be playing a shit game. <laughs> uh, so feel free to play along with us. Let us know what you think of the game. Um, stay safe out there. Stay inside. Don't leave your house because if you don't have to. Uh, and thank you to all the all the medical workers and police officers and everyone else that are uh, out there busting their asses right now. Um, so from all of us, stay safe. And for Mark and Jenny, I am Tom, and we will catch you in the next one. <laughs>